0: Within this podcast, we talk specifically about soldiers' mental health. I am not a doctor or a therapist. This is simply just an open conversation. To seek help, please call Combat Stress on 0800 138 1619. Hello and welcome back to Chess and her guests. My name is Francesca Victory and this is my seventh episode. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening so far. I got great feedback from Daisy's podcast which was all about anxiety. People felt that it was very relatable. Anyway, my guest today is Taylor and we are going to be talking about losing a sibling Taylor lost his brother to suicide on the 21st of November, 2017. Kirk served 12 years of his life in the parachute regiment in the army. And so today we're going to start off by talking about how his brother was when he was younger and how they were as a family. So, how was your brother?
1: Yeah, um, well, obviously I I was a lot younger than my brother, um, 13 years younger to be exact, Uh, growing up, my family, very, very close family, always, always on family holidays, always family dinners, everything, so just, just a basically a normal family Mm -hmm. really, Uh, my brother was a very good big brother, he'd be very protective, if I needed him, he'd be there, we'd stay around his house, um, yeah, it was generally, just just that just that big brother everyone wants. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he joined the army when I was quite young. Mm. We we moved to Spain, and my other, well, my sister, and my brother, obviously Kirk. Uh, they they stayed in England. We moved to Spain. Me and my other brother and yeah. my mum and dad. Um, and then that's when he sort of felt. It was right for himself to join the army. Yeah. He felt like he was going down the wrong roads and stuff, mm-hmm. so he decided to go and join the army. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he was he was a very good he was a very good brother.
0: So you loved
1: him a lot. Yeah, loved my brother. He's a he was the best brother you could ever get. So know. he decided to go in the army,
0: not because you went to Spain, but because. He just felt like at that time it was the right thing. He was in
1: with the wrong crowds and stuff. Yeah. He just felt like it was the right thing to do. And a lot of... Well, my my dad mainly advised him, like, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he he decided to join, like, one of the hardest regiments to get into. And a lot of people told him he couldn't do it. And he was one of the... But when people say you can't, they say you want to do it right It's that's exactly that. Um, uh, He was like that as well. People would... Telling him he can't do something, he's one of these people that say, "Shit, yeah, all right." He <laughs> and he he prove him wrong, which he did throughout his whole life. Yeah, prove people wrong.
0: And so yeah. did he go on tours and like tours? And yeah, he toured. Places. He
1: done his first tour was Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he done a few tours out in Africa. He done, I think he done Iraq, and he had done Afghanistan. He done Afghanistan, yeah. And did That's he? Really like
0: much. did he? Because obviously to do it for 12 years, he must have been not enjoyed it, yeah. but he must have liked it as a job to oh, so carry on.
1: He he absolutely loved the army and everything to do with the army. If, if you can imagine from a young age, 21 years old, um, trained to be an elite soldier.
0: Yeah.
1: In with other elite soldiers. You're regimented every day to get up at a certain time, to, to live your life regimented. Do you know what I mean? And... Going from that to then coming out of the army' it's, yeah. a, it's a big step, yeah, it's a imagine. very big step,
0: so why did he like, leave he
1: He left it. he was medically discharged from yeah. the army, he suffered a severe hip injury, mm-hmm. and it he carried it for a long time and kept it quiet because giving up in the perils is something that you don't do, yeah do you know what I mean and he he felt as though he had to always prove something to someone mm-hmm. when in reality. His his hip was really bad, yeah. And it ended up he it got to it got the better of him. He couldn't he couldn't do as much running as much tabbing, and he it come on top basically, and yeah. it he had to he he couldn't be that elite soldier that he wanted to be that he was trained to be. So they medically discharged him.
0: But that must have been hard to like get his head around as well. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't do yeah. what. You know, like, I know this sounds really stupid, but you know, like, older people think they can still do things. Say, they like, can't. my nan or yeah, something, yeah. they That's want to it. still be able to do things, but they can't. But their mind's telling them that they can't. It's the, yeah. them, they can. it's the
1: mentality that them soldiers have. Yeah. They, they're animals. Yeah. They're animals, honestly. Literally. But, yeah, he, uh, he... He... he Coming out of the army was when he, he took his massive decline. Yeah. Like, big time. My brother always suffered with like mental health problems, mm-hmm. his own personal demons inside yeah. him that he he battled with. But the army is what topped it off, like leaving the army and the experiences he had throughout his time in the army.
0: Did you know did like you as a family like as soon as you got discharged notice it straight away or?
1: Um obviously from coming out of the army to when he actually Killed himself.
0: Yeah.
1: I think... I think it was roughly about... It must have been about... Let me work this out. It must have been... It must have been two to three years. That decline. Um, But yeah, you... Looking back now... Mm
0: -hmm. At the
1: time, it was just like... It's just my brother. I see him every day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it, it was... It was the things like... He's declining. The way he... He dressed... He lost all care for the way he dressed, and my brother was always somebody that was well dressed. Not that that makes you better than anybody, oh, but it's somebody no, no. that paid attention to his appearance. Mm-hmm. And well, it would
0: have been part of being in the army because you have to always yeah, be, exactly.
1: be presentable. Exactly, exactly. But it that that side of it, if you was to put a photo up of I don't know five years before he passed away to the to the day before he passed away, you'd look at it like two different people. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh but yeah, he 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 lost he lost a lot of weight. He he started he developed this eating disorder where he wouldn't eat foods in restaurants because he thinks people were poisoning him and stuff like that. He'd become very paranoid. Yeah. Um he'd lock himself in his house, he'd he'd look through the, the spy hole if someone knocked on his door and just he'd become very very paranoid become a very paranoid person, but this that was the mental that was the mental health side of things that yeah. was his mental state that he was in the medications he was taking and stuff like that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so did like he's got children he,
0: he's got children hasn't
1: he yeah he's got he's got three little boys yeah um so did
0: he live with
1: them like all it's funny one there were three different women so <laughs> <laughs> um, if you can imagine a soldier um he was a very very good looking chap as well so yeah <laughs> uh, the lady yeah uh but yeah he had his first boy Callum uh he must have been how old was Callum that Callum's 17 now so he had he had Callum when he was 21 so he had yeah he did he had Callum just as he joined the army oh okay um and that didn't work out with Callum's mum, um And then throughout being in the army, coming back and forth, he met someone else and then he ended up settling down with them. He then had uh, Alfie, his name is. Alfie now is 13. And then it didn't work out with that person. (laughs) And then he ended up meeting somebody else that lived up in Colchester, where his army barracks were. Oh, okay, yeah. And then... He ended up marrying her. Yeah. And then he had the baby with her. But it's funny because she conceived that baby just before my brother toured Afghanistan. Yeah. So while my brother was out in Afghanistan, she was pregnant. Yeah. So if you can imagine with him, he's out at war and he's missing his own pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of them. And then her eight and a half months or something, he come back and she luckily had the baby throughout the time he was back. That's just that meant to be, me, isn't yeah. it? And then a week later, after having the baby and spending a week with his little baby, he has to go straight back out to Afghanistan. Yeah. Which is a madness. So
0: it's just, it it, it must have been like a hard lifestyle anyway, but I suppose one, if it, you do it for 12 years, it. you're used and,
1: to it. It's the army lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what they. That's what they live. That's what they're trained to do, and that's what they understand and what what they know. That's so when he mean. come
0: back, did he stay with his wife?
1: Was he? With yeah, him? he was. He was with his wife, um, and brought up little Charlie. Kurt was a great dad. Yeah. He absolutely loved his boys. Obviously, throughout this time, he was still seeing his other boys. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, but yeah, he he was such such a good dad. His boys absolutely loved him. He loved his boys. Um, it was kind of made hard by certain people to see the kids yeah. and stuff like that. But when he sees kids, he showed them boys so much love, and then boys will grow up knowing that their dad loved them. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. So, but yeah, if 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 things were different towards the end of his life, and he's he got to see his boys a lot more. I feel like it could have done a lot for him, mm. but because of his illness and how he, how he was he he didn't want his boys to see him. how he was, mm. so it was hard. But now I sort of look back and think like, why didn't why didn't I just pick my nephews up and just take them out to see yeah. him? Like, and it's like a pride dad. thing, isn't it? like probably yeah. wanted to. because yeah. like a lot of mental health
0: things that people like cope with it on their try and cope with it on their yeah. own, don't they? And like shut off from everyone rather than like having everyone around
1: them. So yeah. did he seek help? Yeah. Uh, obviously soldiers in the army have special uh, psychiatrists and mm-hmm. stuff that they talk to that are there for them boys that suffer with things like PTSD and stuff, which my brother did suffer with. Uh and yeah, he fr- throughout the time he, he was see he was seeing people, was going to see people, um, and then they put you onto someone else, and you can't see this person, you can't see this person. Coming out of the army, it's literally like you're just sort of boom, left that to dry. Yeah,
0: because I was reading a I was reading an article that was th- like this year's article, and it was saying that like so there's 150 billion pounds that goes into the NHS, and it was saying how only 10 million of that. Goes
1: into helping like war veterans that have come back. Oh no, it's 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 a joke. If you ask me, yeah, I, I've I've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. How just just my brother is one example. Um, I've got they're my friends as well. Man, yeah. but my, all my brothers' friends in the army had they have been treated. It's just like beyond me. I'd, and they're not the only ones. You've got the other boys that 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 have got the same. They're in the same situation. Do you know what I mean? It's terrible.
0: So how they just leave like They're literally just
1: left out to dry. Mm. Literally. They might get a little bit of money here and there to go and buy some tools or for a course or something. Um, But things like things like put it this way, let me let me give you an example, yeah. My brother coming out of the army, he'd he'd go to this one, he'd go to that one, like doctors, um, that are there to talk to but they're throughout throughout their time in the army, they're trained a specific way not to trust people and stuff. And it's just drilled into them. They've got to be careful who they talk to because that is how they're trained. Mm-hmm. And these boys, near enough all of them, come out and go into Civvy Street. They're not just going to trust some random doctor. It don't work like that. It's, yeah. it's, a, mad, it's a mad situation because us, we'd go into the doctor yeah. and we'd tell our doctors how to feel. But these boys... Are so inclined not to just open up that they struggle, but their doctors that they have seen in the army, it's different because they're there, they're around them every so day. So why can't
0: they... they have them when they leave as well?
1: I don't know because like they should have people not... that are
0: specially trained. They like, do. Once you get there, they back, do, but like... you have to pay for it,
1: and oh really, you have to go and kind of pay pay x amount of money to go and see these people. Which my brother got funded for, but then the funding ran out, and it was like he was having to pay for himself, and then obviously the family would have to pay, and then it would be like he felt it was a burden on us that we're paying and stuff like that. But it, it's happening. It's not just my my brother's one case. Yeah. It's like, like it's probably probably thousands, thousands yeah. of them out there that are going through the same thing. That's Literally. so horrible. I know, no, it's bad
0: because they've done so much for the country yeah. like they've gone to places where they've been told to go and done yeah. their job and then they just come back like i remember i know this i went i do some extra work and stuff and i was speaking to this man on there and he was in the army and he said one when, when he come back he like really declined and then he was homeless and everything and he was like yeah. i felt like there was just no one there to help him like to help him and
1: obviously that's the road my brother went down and don't get me wrong there and is, he has a family around it. Some don't, people don't yeah, have their families. That's it. Don't there. get me wrong. There is help out there. Mm. But you've got to want to get that help. You've got to want to open up and get that help. I'm not talking about doctors and nurses and stuff. There's people around you that love you, yeah? And all you've got to do is open up and talk to them people and tell them truly how you're feeling. But these soldiers struggle to do that. Mm-hmm. That is the, That is a big thing for them. To open up and truly tell you how they feel. because any soldier that does that, I feel would just break down. It's it's very hard for them to do. You'd never like I would never have seen my brother just open up and talk about how he truly felt inside. He was dying. He was mm. dying. In the last three years of his life, he was dying. Yeah. But he they're so proud to speak out that they do. I mean I suppose it? they could feel like you'd never understand because
0: you'd never. There, That's it, yeah. do you know what I mean so you
1: wouldn't get why they, they only relate to each other in a way yeah and like half of them that I speak to tell me that they go and talk to they go and talk to this one and that one and then they're just like oh yeah PTSD take these tablets and then they don't get nothing from that do you know what I mean there needs to be something done in that aspect I feel
0: like there needs to be like a centre set up just for that like a focus yeah. just for that because I know obviously there's a lot of Mental health issues in this country at the moment, anyway, mm-hmm. that are not there's not enough
1: support. Yeah.
0: But obviously, that's like a specialised thing. Yeah. Because obviously, mental health issues that soldiers get are not going to be the same as no. the mental health issues that everyday people get because their lives are different and they've experienced different things.
1: These boys are heroes, man, and do you know what I mean? And they're just left out to dry. Yeah. And it makes me sick. <laughs> I can't. I can't help the world, but if I if I could help them boys, I would. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? I try to, I try to speak to my brother's friends because I don't want them ending up doing what my brother done, do you know yeah. what I mean? And at my brother's funeral, you looked about all these boys standing there and it was like, they just looked like ghosts. They just, they're just lifeless. Do you know what I mean? But when they're together, they're like, they get that, <laughs> like they get you that bit, fire and yeah. say, yeah, it is, it's like, but then when they go back to their life, it's behind closed doors, you don't really know what they're, mm. what they're truly feeling. And yeah. I, I think about a lot of them boys, but, but even like, I suppose that even
0: though your brother had a wife and whatever, even opening it up to your wife, they might feel like they don't want to put that yeah. on them because they don't want them to feel like yeah. helpless or that they can't do anything. So, like, yeah. who do you talk to? My
1: my brother um, split up with his wife, yeah. I forgot to say this, yeah. he split up with his wife, um, I'd say a year and a half, two years before he passed away. And his divorce settlement came come through two weeks before he passed away. Oh really? Yeah. That's mad, isn't it?
0: It's. I think it's so
1: difficult.
0: Yes, ma'am. Because, because I don't know how to explain it, but you, like obviously you want to help someone, but you can't. Ch- you can't change the way someone's feeling. That's it. Like you can't, as a person, change the way that person's feeling. There's only
1: so much you can do for somebody. Yeah. There's only so much you can do for somebody, and the first year of losing my brother, me and my family, we all. We all felt the same. We could have done more. We could have done more. Why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? And you learn to live with the fact that it is what it is and you can't do nothing now. It's too late. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But my word of advice to people that are around somebody that does struggle with mental health, every day, no matter what, if you feel like you're going out your way, oh well. If you love that person, you care for that person, a little message to say, are oh, you okay? I'm here for you. Every day. Mm. And that person eventually will start to open up to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've I've done that now. I've got friends. I've got people that I talk to. Even family members that are no struggle. That I just want to know that I love I love them. Do you know what I mean? And I'm here for them if they need to talk. And I do generally feel that after losing my brother, my friendship group, um, it's... It's done a lot for me and my friendship group, because I feel like anybody in my friendship group knows the subject of like the I've like the topic that I've been through, and they would generally, if they was having a bad day, they would open up to each other. I feel like it's created this bond in everybody that's that's helped. John, John, like I'm saying? Stronger, I can't really like, what I yeah, mean. rather
0: than just being mates that go to the park and yeah. don't really speak to each other about nothing, yeah. but you just go out and drink together, like you're actually like there's a
1: lot of passion there for yeah. each other.
0: Like, and they yeah. they would talk to you about things yeah, that maybe exactly. before they wouldn't have necessarily.
1: Yeah, and um, because
0: boys don't really text their mates and be like, oh, I'm really sad today. That's it, yeah. or, but even when I spoke to Daisy about with the anxiety, she was like, I don't want to text someone and be like, oh, I'm really upset today. Yeah. Like
1: people find it hard because they feel like they're just putting it on you. Yeah. You that 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 is a lot that is a lot of it. You're constantly i f- f- I'm probably I'm probably bad for it as well, but you constantly feel like you're burdening people with stuff, whereas you'd rather just boom shrug it off on your shoulder, but then you think you're shrugging it off and it's it's still there in your head, no matter yeah. what. Like whatever you're going through, it's always there in your head. Like you might have a good day, but then it's still there. You need to you need to get that out. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like you can all
0: support each other. Yeah, no one will be a burden on anyone because if you are talking to your friend, but that's what I'm saying.
1: My my friendship group now and my family as such, we are there for each other. Yeah. Something terrible that's happened. There's a positive that's come from it. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean?
0: So. Obviously, what you—I know you started
1: a YouTube channel, but you haven't carried it on as of yet. But is that something that you look like you want, looking like you want to do? Yeah, I will eventually get back into my YouTubing. Obviously, I've done a since losing my brother to his mental health problems. I've I've done quite a lot of stuff for mental health. I've run the marathon, raised money for that for mental health. Uh, I've done my own charity day, which was really good. Based all around my brother. Then I done the Three Peaks challenge with a few of my brothers' ex-army mates and their brothers and friends. We'd done that together. I booked that. I'd done it last minute. I was so injured; it was was horrible. Um, And then what else did I do? I've been to a few uh, mental health conventions up in uh, London uh, in the Parliament. I got invited to, which was very eye-opening. Being in and around like the charity and people that suffer with mental health and stuff and people there talking and what else did I do? Oh, yeah, and I, I trekked the Great Wall of China as well for like mental health. Yeah. But I've done all these things to raise awareness for mental health. Yeah, that just keeps spreading yeah, it and not that's it. That... But it also helped me in my mental health. Yeah. Like me supporting it. And being around people and learning more about mental health, it helped me in what I was going through. My grief, my grieving for yeah. my brother. If you understand, so what I suppose I it
0: helps you understand how you're feeling yeah. because
1: you're speaking about it so yeah, much. Yeah, that's it, and now I've plucked up the courage. I can talk about my brother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas before that, like my first year, the first year of losing my brother was a blur. Anyway, mm. I can barely remember that year. Do you know what I mean? I had a yeah. bad It was a bad year. A really bad year, but I've from that I've become a lot stronger, and but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do you have
1: anything else? You oh, know? yeah, sorry, no, you asked me, didn't you, about my YouTube? But yeah, I'm gonna be. I did start my YouTube in, and then I've been going through my own stuff in my yeah. own personal life that I'm going through, and then once I'm ready, I'm gonna get straight back onto it and I'm gonna.
0: Invest... And you wanted to set up
1: like group things in you as well. Yeah, invest a lot of my time into helping people because I can do it, and I hope that. Well, I hope that I can do it, but I I generally feel that I could be of some help to some people out there. Do you know what I mean? A struggling. But you've got, have,
0: you've got to help yourself. That's it. Help That's else.
1: it. I've got to be Which happy is... within myself before mm-hmm. I try and bring other people happiness. Which is a good thing that you know you know to do that. Yeah, I've learned to do that yeah do from that. doing all your yeah that's it from
0: all your experiences <laughs> yeah. so i just want to say thank you to taylor for coming on to my podcast um yeah if you message if you have any other questions you can message me and i'm sure he'll answer them but yeah so uh, subscribe to my podcast and yeah keep listening yeah so thanks for listening guys